Come on. They're right there. Let's go. Move, 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 move. This episode of Choices Not Chances podcast is sponsored by Louisiana Gun Shop. Located on Highway 90 West in Broussard, Louisiana, just south of Lafayette. For more information, stay tuned at the end of this episode. This is Choices Not Chances podcast with Ryan and Matt. I'm your co-host, Matthew Charette. Sitting next to me is Ryan Rogers. Ryan. Hey guys, thanks for coming back. And just like always, if you see something from this episode that resonates with you, I just ask that you don't be selfish with the information and you share it out. Today, for the third time coming back, returning Johnny motherfucking Glenn, but we got some announcements for you. If you haven't watched Johnny's episodes yet, you need to scroll back, stop right now, check out episode nine, episode 21. Um, me and Johnny go back a little ways, six, seven years probably. We've been golfing together and influencing people and speaking to people together for the last couple of years. And um, he's he's come on my show, and and we're excited to announce the uh, the Johnny Motherfucking Glenn podcast, podcast JMFG podcast, and uh, we're here to talk about it a little bit today. So Johnny, thanks for coming out, man. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. How you been, man? Living, man. You know, I, I know I messed up. We had Johnny come down and record last week, and uh, and uh, I went to hit play, found the file, getting ready to edit everything, and I had no audio. So I had to hit Johnny up and say, hey, thanks for the four-hour trip. we got to run this back, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, brother. It's good times. Good times. We had a good time to talk, catch up. So I'm just happy to be on, brother. Happy to be on. Fuck yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, I know last week when we talked, we talked about multiple things. But um, if, if we want to cover um, two things recently that you've been involved in before we jump yes, to the podcast, you had the Rose yeah, we, ceremony and then the beef and beer, right? Beef and beer. Yeah, we had that uh, Roseland ceremony on Fort Bragg right there at Third Group headquarters. So we just got a big memorial walk for our fallen. So they did a Roseland ceremony where all the families come back in. And it's a big thing, man. Everybody, it's just a weekend of remembrance. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you take that day. And Dave Haskell, he's a DCO, a real good friend of mine, got up and gave a phenomenal speech, dude. I'm talking like chills, tears, mm-hmm. whole nine yards just talking about, you know, even though those guys have fallen, they'll never be forgotten. So it was basically one of those things to let the families know, let, you know, future soldiers, let present past soldiers know that, you know, even though they're gone, they made a legacy, you know, and then we'll uphold that legacy until the day, you know, this world is gone. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's one thing I know, you know, we talked about it multiple times, but it's one thing that I've always appreciated about, um, especially the SF community. It seems like they're very uh, in touch with tradition and um and and family and and incorporating that whereas sometimes in the regular infantry i just you know had the cultural difference talk with with nick lavery in a in a recent episode and it's like i understand why the culture is the way it Mm -hmm. is however it's something that i admire from sf not coming from that world that they really are a whole lot more family oriented and then like man oriented Mm -hmm. like if you get hurt we're going to keep you around as long as you want to as long right. as you're putting out to get better where, you know, in the other world, it might not be the same. So I've always admired that. But, um, uh, and, and what can you, can you give me a download of the beef and beer, what that even, what it is, who it remembers? Yeah. So the beef and beer, this was the 11th annual year to beef and beer. So it's basically, uh, Raleigh Stevens and Mike, uh, Mike Duskin got killed in Afghanistan. I'm not sure exactly what the date was, but actually we were in country. My team was, and we actually went and 
and help those guys out once they got hit. But they started like a remembrance of Raleigh Stevens and Mike Duskin. Basically what it is the whole weekend, dude, and golf tournaments, you know, and then the beef and beer is just like a big – it's a big barn, dude, of beef and beer, silent auction items. And mm-hmm. it's actually just a big reunion, dude. But it's amazing to see how many guys show up. And then you get to see guys that you haven't saw in years. Oh, yeah. So it's like a big reunion, man. And, then, again, it's paying tribute to those guys and their families, letting them know that, hey, they're not forgotten. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Those guys are still – and this is the 11th year, dude. And every year that thing gets better and bigger and better and bigger. Yeah. And yeah, so, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, you know, in the world we come from, we lose people young. We lose our friends young. Um, but those people, legends live forever. Until we stop saying their names, until we stop uh, telling their stories and telling their telling of their greatness, uh, they live on. So uh, it's a beautiful thing, and I hope it continues. Now, now, who does that? Like, who puts that on? Is it the SF community that puts well, it on is it family members that started it it kind of st- it's a little bit of everybody you know mm. what i mean like you got the community doing it you got the sf community doing it and usually when things like those start it's usually the team guys themselves they come together and we're like hey do we want to do something for this guy and usually it starts out kind of small because it's intimate it's a team thing mm. and then before you know it, it gets traction mm-hmm. and then people start reaching out and then people start asking like hey how can i help mm-hmm. what can i donate mm-hmm. and then before you know it you're getting you know two three thousand dollars gun donated for silent auction items and then you're getting stuff from Oakland. You're getting stuff from whoever. Like, and then everybody wants to contribute. And then before you know it, it becomes, you know, it becomes huge. And Mike Duskin was a real big three-gun guy. So they usually run a three-gun tournament. Mm-hmm. I think it's on, on Thursday. Golf tournament on Friday. And then a the beef and beer on whatever day it's on. This year it was on like a Thursday night or Wednesday night or something like that. So it was just good, man. I always try to get out when I'm home to go try to support that just because yeah. I know – I know Maggie Duskin, you know, I'm new Mike's wife. So every time I walk in that place, first first people I'm looking for is her and then Riley Stevens' father and his brother. I'm looking for them and I'm looking for Louise Cantrell. So you're looking for people that you're intimate with when it comes to that have fallen. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see them and you give them a hug and, you know, you start talking, they're happy you're there. You know, you kind of share a few stories and then after that it's, hey, where's a drink? I don't <laughs> drink, but it's usually guys want to get a drink in them. And then it's just eating and partying. Just, yeah, yeah. You're just taking it all in, man. It's just having a good time, you know. It's just yeah. just sharing those moments of, you know, what they will want from us. Mm-hmm. You know, now that they're gone. And a lot of times, you know, you look back and you're like, you think about, God, if they were here, what are not? So we have to live for them mm-hmm. and let them look down on us and say, you know, hey, those guys are still getting it. Those guys are still pushing forward. That's it. On with the mission. So at the end of the day, man, it's a, it's just a big, it's a big, just a big bulk of everybody just contributing and doing whatever. You know, you see people that didn't have nothing to do with the SF community, nothing to do with the military. They hear about it, and now they're volunteers. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the and end it of probably day, and probably means something different to them after oh, that. Oh, totally does, man. Yeah. Totally does. Now they get it. You know, because I can sit here and talk about, like you say, the SF teams, you know, the guys, you know, we always try to take care of our own. So if a guy gets hurt, of course, we're going to do all we can to take care of that guy. Mm-hmm. And we're going to always try to take care of that guy. But it's a double-edged sword. You got some guys that they want that help, and then you got some guys that, hey, dude, I want to come back on my own. You know, I'm going to rush to come back, then they rush to come back, but they don't feel a heal. Mm-hmm. So usually if, if you're around the guys, we can say, hey, dude, you're not there yet. Hey, dude, you're not there yet. Even mm-hmm. though that's something a guy doesn't want to hear. Yeah, but, but we tell he him needs that, to know? hear. Yeah, dude, like I want you to 100%. And I've been that guy. You know, I've been hurt and rushed my therapy or rushed my treatments to get back. Then you get back to the team. Deep down inside, I'm like, I'm not quite – I used to always tell guys – I might not be 100%, but my 80% is better than most guys' 100%, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you try to live off that, but it's like, yeah, but 
you also became a detriment to the team if something yeah. happened. So yep. at the end of the day, we can be our own worst enemies. But I think whenever we do things like, and uh, Haskell said it best when he was giving a speech the other day, he was like, hey, you know, these guys will never be forgotten, ever. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about that and we think about what these guys mean to them, they'll never be forgotten. And that point mm-hmm. in itself, too, we're doing, we're doing what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. not only as soldiers, but as brothers. Yeah. Just making sure, like you say, as long as we keep saying their names, those guys don't get forgotten, don't get forgotten, then we're doing our parts, man. And we'll continue to do that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I talk to a lot of people and they say, oh, what, like, what's a, what's a memorial about? Or, you know, like when you go and you do these things, isn't that somber? And it is, there's a moment of somber, but, um, there's also great times even oh, yeah. with the oh, yeah, families. And I, I know some, uh, uh, Lowell Hansen, Matthias's father told me, uh, they want to hear and, and be around the people that were with their son last because it makes them feel like oh, yeah. closer to them. They're a little bit closer. And, and so I think it's cathartic in a lot of ways, you know, these reunions, these uh, sharing events, these family events oh, yeah. um, for not only the families, but even for the, you know, for the soldier, for the Marine, for oh, the yeah. warrior uh, to get that, you know, almost, uh, almost closure and like that it's okay, but yeah. we can all still, we can move on and we can be right. happy. It's definitely, um, I would definitely say it's healing for us. Yeah. Like when I see Maggie Duskin, you know, still living life to the fullest, just like when I saw Raleigh Stevens' dad and he goes, so you still got the hat, you know, just little things like that, dude, that lets him know one, you are part of his life and he's a part of your life because mm-hmm. he's noticing the small things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, to see Louise Cantrell, to see her and, she gives you a big hug until you're still crazy and you're late. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always late. And I'm like, I'm always late. I was like, they told me to start at nine. She's like, you know, these things never start at nine. But in the you're day, a liar, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it's healing for not only, like you say, the families, but that's a lot of healing for us to see. To me, my healing is when I look at Maggie, when I look at Raleigh Stevens' dad, when I look at Louise Cantrell, when I see these people still putting one foot in front of the other, still living their lives and still touching lives, mm-hmm. dude, it's like, you have no time to feel sorry for a warrior that died a warrior's death. Yeah. You put one foot in front of the other, and you keep living for those guys. Yeah. So it's healing for all of us. So when we see them doing good, in in return, it means we should be doing good. Yeah. You know, man up, dude. Do as good as they're doing, and try to do more. Yeah. And so because that was their baby. That was. It was. Yeah. It was their son. You know. It yeah. was their. You know. It was their father. It was their brother. So at the end of the day, it's like if they can adapt, adjust, and overcome. You can do definitely can, you know, and it doesn't so. mean it's easy. Like we, oh, talk, we talked about that all the time. Life is struggle. These things are supposed to be hard, mm-hmm. and it, it's not supposed to be easy to go over and kill your own species to where nobody comes home and has an issue with it. Yeah, uh, or issues with losing their friends. That sucks. It mm-hmm. sucks losing friends, um, but it's not the end of the book. Not at all. So, um, but I will say, I think for every friend of mine, because at the memorial, we had lost, and they had on the memorial sixty guys in combat. And me and my commander was talking about it, or one of my old commanders. And I said, hey, so I was thinking about that because I did. They do Memorial PT in third group the mm-hmm. last Friday of every month. Mm-hmm. So if you're in third group, not in third group, wherever you're at, if you want to come out, they do third group PT the last Friday of every month. Sometimes it changes, but usually it's the last Friday of every month. And it's just one of those things. You still bring guys together. Guys aren't forgotten. And what they do is the warriors that died that month, they'll set up their bios. They'll put pictures of them. Somebody read their bios, and then somebody comes share stories about those guys. Mm-hmm. So all the younger people that are coming to the unit, they don't forget that. They get they don't that lineage it. bred they get into that lineage, them. brother. So mm-hmm. that's going to carry on for decades, for for centuries, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it won't for, be forgotten. 
And so it's one of them things with so the Warrior PT, they had said we had lost 60 guys in, in third group. So when I got in my truck at the PT, I'm driving to go change. And I'm just like, God, oh, man, 60 guys. You know, in your head, you're like, that's a lot of people because it was a small organization. But then me and Rusty went to breakfast, and me and Rusty was talking about it. I told Rusty, I go, hey, bro, if you look at it, I'm not saying it's acceptable because it's not, but I can accept 60 guys because it should be 606,000 guys. Yeah. When you look at four to six-month deployments and the things for we're doing. For 22 years. For 20-something years, you know what I mean, dude? I look at it, that's three guys a year. Mm-hmm. I go, dude, that should easily be three to thirty three to three hundred to three thousand guys a year. Yeah. And I go, look at look at Russia and Ukraine. Look how many people they've lost yeah. already. Crazy. And we've numbers. lost sixty. And you know, so it's still Bro, I had that realization um a couple of years ago. What the fuck was that? I was going up to um the Marine Corps Museum for retirement for a buddy. And then we ended up going through it. But while I was up there they had the um there's a traveling um monument and it's an encased uh standard it's a u.s flag but it's made from all the dog tags of marines killed in action over oef and oif right and i thought it would be so many more oh yeah yeah. it it threw me for a loop because there's about and it's a lot don't get me wrong one is too many but there's two thousand names and i think about like all the main battles in 22 years Mm -hmm. it seemed like there were going to be so much more than that And that that's still a lie. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to degrade that. Right, right, right. Um, I get what you're saying. However, like, that means there was only 2,000, you know, squad leaders that seen that hard, heavy, kinetic oh, yeah. fight mm-hmm. where they're losing people. And so it really dwindles down. And it's like, yeah, that's maybe that's acceptable. Right. Because you look at past wars and you're talking about divisions lost. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, companies lost, lost. Oh, yeah. standards rolled up, yep. and units going away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we fared pretty well. Yeah, we did. We did. We fared pretty well. Yeah, combat's yeah. ugly, but when I started thinking about the numbers in, you know, 60, 20 years, dude, three guys a year, like I said, and like you just said, it's not acceptable, but for a warrior, for me, coming from a place where, where we deployed, yep. and how many people we should have lost, I'm like, hey, dude, I hate losing a brother and a sister, but at the end of the day, 60 versus 606,000. I'm like, I'll take, take 60 it. any day of the week. Yeah, man. Yeah, so Definitely. Well, and, and you know, a lot of what we're talking about now leads me into, like, why podcasting is so important. And I'm so I'm so happy that you're jumping in. Yes, sir. Uh, I think I said a couple of years ago I th- thought you should do it because you have the mind, the tongue, and the thought for it. Like, you, you, you bring up valid points. You don't shy away from points. Like, when we're just having garage mm-hmm. talks, you oh, know? Yeah. And um, and this solidifies anybody you bring on solidifies their legacy forever too. Correct. You know it's never going anywhere. It, it could someday, but it's highly likely it's going right. to be out there. If people want to digest that information, they're going to have it. Yep. You know, and the amount of people that you know and the things that they've done to bring them in, it's just I think it's a public service good to everybody. You know yep. that that'll watch. So. Um, Talk, talk to me about why, uh, the why behind it and the where we're going with the JMFG show. Well, I got to thank you on that one, brother, because well, I ain't going to lie. Actually sitting right here outside and of then that. doing garage talk, Ryan got on me about, hey, dude, you need to start a podcast. Dude, ain't doing no podcast. I'll come be on yours, but I'm not doing it. Now I had a couple more buddies like, hey, man, do a podcast. You know, you got a pretty cool story. And I was like, I oh, will see. And then just sitting around one day, man, I was like, you know what? I think I was actually listening to one of your podcasts. It's like, man, I think I want to do it. And so I was like, all right, what do I want to do? So basically, the JMFG podcast, and everybody knows, if you don't know, that's Johnny motherfucking Glenn, but it also <laughs> stands for Just Making Families Greater. 
Hey. Just making families yeah. greater, dude. That's all we're trying to do. And basically, we're helping through sharing. So I want to take regular everyday people with regular everyday problems and get those stories out there. How do we, you know, how do we cope with losing a family member? How do we cope with, you know, I just spoke to a lady the other day, man, lost her son, 18-year-old kid. And it's like, how do you deal with that? You know, mm-hmm. I want to get that. If she's in the healing process where she can talk about it, then let's talk about it. Because I guarantee you, you're not in that ship alone. Mm-hmm. You're not in that boat by yourself. That's Somebody fact. else is in that same ship right now. And I'm not saying shit, but same ship. They're in that same ship where I just lost my son. Yep. Well, that story might help a, a mother or father that just lost a son and daughter. And they're completely lost still. And they're completely lost still. Mm-hmm. You know, because... You and I both, we've suffered <clears throat> a lot of loss and a lot of hurt. And just thinking about that, how do you get through losing the Mike Duskins? How do you get through losing the, the you know, the Raleigh Stevens, the Kyle Warrens, you know, yep. you know, the Sean Falkers? How do you get through these things, man? How do you get through them? And, you know, it's like my coping, dude, I like to go run a lot. You know, I like to get on my horse, go horseback riding. I like to just go hunt. Give me a bow and let me go do me, you know? Yeah. So at the end of the day. You know, and my, the way I deal with it, it might not be the same the way you deal with it. But if the story's out there and it's something that somebody have in common or it's common ground, yep. you might can say, hey, that lady said when she lost her son, she picked up CrossFit. Well, I'm going to go start working out. Yep. And then before you know it, you're burning calories, you're staying in yep. shape, you got something to drive you. And, you know, so I feel like every story, man, can help somebody. So 100%. that's kind of like my... That's it, man. It's kind of helping through sharing, dude. So yeah, I want to share people's stories, and you can look for it. The JMFG podcast we're dropping it Fourth of July. Yeah, right now. Mark that down in oh, your yeah. calendars. Mark Fourth of July. In, oh yeah, mark that down in calendar. We got some pretty good content coming to you. The uh, website probably be open. Right now, I'm looking at probably like the 28, 29, because I want to keep the suspense there. I want people to you know. Look. And what 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 is it? What's the website? So people it's going to be go uh, the JMFG podcast.com. The JMFG yep, podcast.com. The there you go. You'll we'll be able to find it. Yeah, you you'll be able to find it. The JMFG podcast and JMFG podcast. Got I'm it. probably going to have two of them Both that of way. Them. If people see like it, like a redirect. Like a redirect. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be a link to this or a link to that. That way, people, they can find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And um, also, podcasts just give you a little quick synopsis. So I have guests on, like I said, of all walks of life. I'm not looking for just the fame and glory, like, oh my God, they're famous. Mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. people that were raised like I raised with nothing. Every day. Everyday people, man. So. We'll have some questions and answers that way. If you know, if I'm interviewing you and you say something about where you grow up or you say something about I did this and that and other people have a question, they send that question to we'll reach out to you and hey, let's talk figure about it. Out. it. Yeah, let's figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And then go from there. And then it's also gonna be educational, man. I'm gonna bring on a couple um VA members, a couple guys from the resources. VA. Resources. So I'm gonna have a ton of resources from people, hotlines and stuff. Because we got a lot of guys committing suicide now, man. Oh, yeah. It's a pandemic. Yeah. So I want to bring people on so they can speak to the truth of that stuff. Like, hey, if I buy a gun, are they going to put me on a, a crazy list where, oh, my God, they're going to take my gun? Mm-hmm. I want to bring people on that can speak educated about that where people aren't worried about, you know, hearing rumors. Like, hey, you got the facts from the VA rep telling you if you didn't get 100%, this is where you need to be. You got the horse. Yeah. You got the horse. Well, too. I think that's important because we live in a we live in a day and age where we're literally um, – I don't think anybody trusts anything anymore. They don't. I think there's so much information that's flawed and so much provable information that's passed on as fact and vice versa. Yeah. That that that's why I got in a podcast game. I started watching Jocko and Andy Stumps and uh, Jordan Peterson and some of the these different people getting on there, and it's like I believe what they're saying 
way more than I believe the, the two mainstreams oh, yeah. of bias agenda yeah, exactly. that are coming out of the airwaves. And so I think that when people get in and they find authentic um, conversation that is from the horse's mouth oh, yeah. and you're not showing somebody an, an opinionated you know, column, I think that people are addicted to that right now. I think yeah. they're craving truth and transparency. Yeah. And so I think the podcast world brings that, it, you know, some of them. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, dude. I'm excited about it. I'm, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm excited about it. I'm excited just to, I don't know, just to help, hopefully help people, man. Yeah, man. Well, that's a fact. Oh, that's yeah. a fact. It's definitely going to be helpful. Um, are you going to do like a? Is it going to be right on July 4th, morning July 4th? You know what time? I haven't. I haven't decided a time yet. I'm still trying to figure it out because I got I got so much stuff going on that day. So I'm trying to figure out what's okay. going to be. The good time to release because I know everybody's gonna be doing their barbecues. Oh yeah, everybody's gonna be doing their cooking, their cookouts, and meeting with family. So I'm probably gonna be looking at more towards the even time that okay. way when people kind of settling down. Yep. They, you know, I ain't got nothing to do. Johnny Glenn just released his podcast. Let's check it out. And I want it to be a family thing too. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. I'm gonna try to. I know Johnny Glenn got a even in my name. I got some dirty words in there, but I want you know the family baby to sit down and watch it. I want you know a dad and a mom. To be able to look at my podcast and somebody's story and say, there's principle behind that. Mm. That lady raised her kid X, Y, and Z. Therefore, the kid turned out A, B, and C. Mm. And the kids can look at it and be like, oh, my God. Now, you know you know how kids are. They listen to parents, but they don't. But if you're hearing it coming from somebody else, that's the same thing that we're telling you. Like a you. reinforcing It's nature. like a reinforcement. Just yeah. a reinforcement of, you know. And then, yeah, but I want to talk about everything, dude. We're going to talk about life, stories, politics, religion. Whatever, you know what I mean? Race, yeah. we talking about Whatever everything. comes up. Whatever comes up, dude. Whatever story's out there to be shared, yeah. let's share it. Yeah, absolutely. And let's get traction to it and let's, you know, because I think not only is it going to be helpful for people to hear it, but I also think it's going to be healing for the people telling it. Absolutely. And definitely for the people listening. Just like when you go to these, all these great events for our fallen, dude, what helps us and what I think really, I don't know, what really constitutes that healing and just get the healing process and start it is just hearing those stories, mm. man. The you know, camaraderie. He, that's you know. it, brother. And it's not always like the bad times. Like I've watched guys, you know, I've had guys sit right here in the studio and it'd be so therapeutic that they, some of them fall down in tears. Oh, yeah. Some of them are laughing. Some nope. of them, some of them are reminiscing on memories that they haven't thought about oh, in, yeah. in 10 years, mm -hmm. you know, and they're, you can see that, you know, yeah. you know, like for a warrior, you can almost just see that breathe that oh, yeah. color back into yeah. their face. And um, and, and for you me, can that's tell it's a positive thing. Yes, oh, yeah. that that is the definition is success. of success. Oh yeah, well, yeah. So so for me, brother, if I can get you know one person on a podcast that shares their story, and they're releasing that and they're you know healing, to me, podcast success, man. That's a win. That that's a that, win. That, dude. That's where I'm at too. Man. That's a win. That's, that's where a I'm win, at. brother. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in the if you're in the game for money, you're in the game for the wrong reason. Oh, definitely the wrong reason. Um, and yep. I know I know that most you know most of the influence out there aren't. Um, right. but the ones that are, it's noticeable and the ones that just want to help and are doing something, you know, selfless out right. of trying to, trying to promote those stories and promote those, um, emotions and those journeys, man, it's on fire. Oh yeah. I love it. I like it. I love it. So outside of podcasting, what are you, are you going to write a book? What are you doing? I don't know, bro. I thought focusing about Focusing on that first. I, yeah. I've been focusing on this pretty good. You know, I've had a couple guys from the unit, a couple old commanders, like, Hey, Johnny, you need to write a book. Well, you hey, got Johnny, a lot of experiences, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're really, really, um, you're a good storyteller. Yeah. You know, so you get... But they tell themselves, man. Like, people are like, oh, that didn't happen. And then you hear somebody else say it. They're like, let me tell you what Johnny Glenn did. Or let me tell you what Nick Lavery did. Let me tell you what Russell Cotterman did. Let me tell you what Alan Williams did. 
And yeah. before you know it, dude, it's like, he did what? And then it's it's like the same things you watch Netflix. And it's like, I've done that, but I did it in real life. You know? yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that. I've done that. You know, it's like. Man. It don't look like that. But... It don't look like that, but I've done that. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I've been thinking about it, man. At the end of the day, you know, it's like, where do you start, man? You know, it's like. Somewhere. Yeah, and that's why I'm doing the podcast. Right man. there. I'm yeah. doing it right there. Start right there. Yeah. Doing... You know what I found is a lot of um, um, shout out to all you podcasters. Great idea right here. I went on a show um, two years ago about, and these ladies brought me on. We talked a little bit about my story. It wasn't really too much about my story, just more advice for people and, you know, questions, pointed questions and such. And the episode did really well. They aired it a couple more times because of how well it did, I think, on a Memorial Day and on a Veterans Day. Well, then they took that. Um, they're, they're, I think 25 best episodes of their mm -hmm. podcast all time and transcribed them, nice. making each one of the chapters, their own person with advice from their show. Oh, okay. And it makes each one of those people a co-author on their book. So then they shot all that out to me and like the 25 other people or, you know, however many other chapters of people that are in there said, Hey, you're all co-authors now. As soon as we publish this, this is when it's going live. And they had 30 people do a launch party for them. That's awesome. Versus, you know, you doing yeah. it by yourself. And so like you start having guys on and they don't care that you, you know, you get a release that says that they can transcribe it. You can transcribe their right. stuff. That's a good start for a book right there, yeah. you know, just depending on what you do. You. And you're going in so many different directions that right. those would be great, mm -hmm. you know, um, I like that. I like great that things in and of itself. So, yeah. so something, something that I'm definitely going to be doing in the future, I'm going to be picking, you know, um, I like, that. you know, my team and my, you know, my guys and myself, we're going to pick our favorite, yeah. you know, segments mm -hmm. um, of the first year, first two years and boom. And then that's just going to be a traveling, working piece of art where we can add to it, you okay. know, each year and slide chapters in. Maybe it becomes a volume type nice. thing, but it's a great idea because there's some people that don't want to do podcasts. A lot of right. people want to hear an audio book or a lot mm -hmm. of people want to read a regular you know, book or on a Kindle or whatever. So for those people that aren't doing podcasts, yeah. I bring it, I bring it to your ass in written form. If there that's what go. it takes, yeah. I'm going to bring you the medicine. There you go. You know what I mean? Something you so, to take it. Yeah. Yeah. I and like that idea. Say that man, it wasn't there. That's a good idea, man. I like that a lot. 100%. Instead of a book though, you know, Johnny Glenn, Johnny Glenn, I do no reading. I look at pictures. So it should be a book of pictures. You know what I mean? Like, what is he talking about right here? But I did, I would like to do Somewhat like a movie, man. I think about it. I've thought about that. I think you do need to do a movie. But I, but the thing is, the only thing that sucks. Though, I want to be the character in the movie. You know what I mean? I can jump out of the planes. I can. You want to? You want to play you? I want to play me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, ain't no. It ain't gonna be no like, hey, we're gonna add this now, dude. We gonna let Johnny just do what he do. You know? So, because I look. Dude, back, you need to get up with Vet TV. I need to, because I look back at Rambo, and that kind of influenced a lot when I joined the military. Mm -hmm. That movie was almost a perfect depiction of my family. You know, like grew up with hardly nothing on a little farm. You know, taught principles of life at an early age, hard work, put in hard work, two-parent household, join the military, become a Green Beret, all over the world doing everything, you know, and just, mm -hmm. to me, it was a life of action. I don't even look at it as a job, bro. Like, you paid me you to work paid out, me to do this. Stay in shape, and then you're going to fly me all over the country, we're going to jump out of planes, you're going to scuba dive, you're going to scout, you're going to do all this crazy stuff. I'm like, and I'm getting paid for it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, just a roll-up capture or something like that, man, be cool. But yeah. I would like to do it like... Not to capture myself, but more so to capture third group yeah, yeah. as a whole. Like of the like culture. The culture, the combat atmosphere. And 12, mm. 12 Strong does a pretty good job of it. The movie mm. 12 Strong. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, it does a pretty good job of catching, capturing like the ODA life, you know. But I like to capture like the team life, 
and then capture like what guys are like in real world. You know, like, mm. dude, I got a little farm. I like to go out to my farm. I like to ride my horse. You know what I mean? I like to do regular human stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like a, oh, my God, he sleeps in a bubble and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. he always trains. Like, nah, well, dude. you know, I think that's another good, great thing about these podcasts is they're putting a human face back on people. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and, um, and that's great because, yeah. you know, the world will like to demonize some people and, you know, heroize some other people. Oh, and yeah. it's like, hey, these are still people, you They're know, and, and whether you look at him as a hero or a villain, that's still a man and yep. he's still got daughters and mm-hmm. he's still got bills to pay and oh, he's yeah. got a pet and, you know, mm-hmm. he likes his family and he still does all these things, yeah. you know, and I think that's a, a lot of times can get lost in today's age, yeah. um, especially, especially in our country. You know, we have a population that's so free that a lot of them don't even know that war is a real thing. That's a fact. You know, and so, um, yeah, I think it's vitally important that the people, at least the people that want to know, that have right. the care to know, mm-hmm. they can come out and get that. Like you say, the medicine's there. It's up to you to take it. Yeah. That's right. Because another thing I want to do with the podcast, I like what you're saying right there, but another thing I'm going to do is um, there's going to be some JMFG swag coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to release that probably like the 4th of July, but it'll be shirts, hoodies, coasters, all kinds of stuff. And uh, basically what I want to do is everything made off of that. I want to do scholarships, bro. I want to do donations to like Green Beret Foundation, mm-hmm. Marine Corps Foundation, the Navy Foundation, Gold Star Family Events. So if they got Gold Star Family Events, I want to be able to help out. I want to be able to walk into a community. I just saw the other day with Shaq bought this family a, a minivan. It looked like they had 13 kids. Mm-hmm. And he bought this family a minivan. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm not rich by no means. But I want to be able to help people like that in the community. If I see they're doing a fundraiser for kids or whatever, I want to be able to whatever I make off swag. And even if I don't make anything or whatever, a sponsorship, let's donate that back to the community. Because mm. now we're helping through sharing. That's right. Because at the end of the day, dude, I look at where I grew up at, Glenville Road. It was our family land. It was never slaved on. It was never sharecropped. It was bought by my great-great-great-grandfather and the Glens and the Humphreys. They kind of married it to each other. And then everybody raised everybody, dude. I, if I got a whipping at this house, before I got home, I got eight different whippings. <laughs> And then I would get home, dude, and I'm like, my dad, I know, dude, and I said, my dad whooped me, bro, I swear to God, I'm shooting. <laughs> and sure as crap, dude, as soon as I'm walking in the yard, come here. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude. I just got six whoopings coming up the road. I got to get another one. <laughs> and it's like, and the sad part about it is the next day I did the same thing, dude. It's like, oh, yeah. The definition of insanity. Like, when are you going to learn? You're going to learn. Like, you're going to learn today. <laughs> you're going to learn right now. That's six it. different times. Six different times. And then tomorrow, you're going to do the same thing. So it's like, <laughs> so, and I want that, you know, helping through sharing, dude. I feel like, you know, we say it, we, but we got to be about it. Like, I want to have a village raise kids. You know, oh, yeah. like, hey, and kids nowadays are so easily influenced by what they're seeing on the internet. So I want. The tribe has become the internet. The tribe That's has become bad. the internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm keeping it, I guess I'm keeping it a family thing because my daughters are going to be doing most of the editing and the social media stuff. So yeah. it's right there, man. They're hoping through sharing. So I love it. Yep. Samuel Fort. I can't say it with my, I can't roll my R's. Fortior <laughs> with two like rolled it. R's is stronger together in Latin. That's a fact, dude. And uh, we are definitely not meant to go through any of this alone. And, and your guys, you know, it was just recently Memorial Day. And hey, I got a studio puppy in the house tearing up stuff. But <laughs> recently Memorial Day and guys wouldn't want you to be sad. Guys want you to live your life. So... If it takes being with other veterans, if it takes getting into these communities, then that's what it takes. Get in them. Yeah. We're stronger together. That's it. Stronger together. And just know you're not alone. Somebody's probably going through the same thing. Yeah, it's a fact. If you're going through it, there's a hundred other people going through it too that just aren't saying it. Facts. 
same as questions. Well, guys, that's going to do it for right now. Uh, we look forward, Johnny, to seeing your release on July 4th. All of my guys, if you're not following him, go follow him. He's got social media popping up. We're going to put the um, uh, all the links to his websites and his podcast up in, uh, up in the bio, so make sure you go back and click on those. And again, if you haven't seen episode 21 or episode 9 with JMFG, go do yourself a favor. You'll be sure to go subscribe to his podcast shortly after you view those, guaranteed. Uh, Johnny, I appreciate you coming. I apologize for the delay last week. No worries, brother. I appreciate and, um, you having me. I appreciate it, and and I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to uh, see where you go with this. Yes, sir. All right, all right, guys. Until next time, it's choices, not chances. Thanks for stopping by. Well, that concludes this episode. Thanks for listening to Choices Not Chances podcast. Please share, like, and subscribe wherever you listen or watch our podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Choices Not Chances podcast. Thanks, and have a great day. Louisiana Gun Shop, your firearm headquarters, specializing in concealed carry guns, ammo, and training. You can get your Louisiana permit with us. Also, a large selection of AR-15s, or if you are that build-it-yourself type of guy or gal, we have all the parts to build and customize your own AR-15. Glock, Sig, Taurus, Ruger. We have all the brands, both in the store or at louisianagunshop.com. Not too far. You're marking a building. Hit him. Yeah, that's good. That's a good shot. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah.